This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. You've come to the right place. My name is Felice Gerwitz, and I'm your host. On the One More Child podcast, we'll talk about our daily struggles, faith, family, children, relationships, and whatever the Lord brings our way. One thing you can be sure of, I will share helpful solutions and encourage you along your journey in life. And best of all, I know without a shadow of a doubt that the truth will set you free. This is your personal invitation to join me weekly on the One More Child podcast. Welcome. Hi, friends. You know what? We all have a history we're either proud of or we want to shove in the back of the closet. In today's episode, I'll share how we can use our heritage to our advantage and bring healing out of situations that truthfully should make us cry. You can find the show notes for today's episode at onemorechildpodcast.com. Look for episode one, Family Roots. Well, in my book, One More Child, I write what I believe to be a truth. We don't get to choose our parents, something my kids probably lament in private. Okay, so that was meant to be a joke, and I try to make my kids laugh as many as much as I can, and they did get a kick out of that line. But when our kids are little, they adore us, and they write us, I love you mommy notes, right? But when your kids get older, we can be embarrassing, or you hear mom at the end of every request we ask. Well, my parents are now both deceased, and my life was not your average American kid story, and I love them dearly. Both of them were awesome parents. But while I was born into an Italian immigrant family in New York City, I had no idea I was different until I entered school. Has that ever happened to any of you? Your background, morals, truths, what you were taught by your parents just were because they said. Then you wake up to find out, wow, things are really different out there. I go into more details about my upbringing in my book. And in this podcast, I want to focus on our roots. What are your roots? Have you looked back, and I'm not talking about a DNA test or a family tree history. While those are interesting, it tells you the ancestry part of your story, but not the full picture. Your family tree doesn't tell you what is important to you. It doesn't tell you how your upbringing, your family, your parents, or lack of good parental influence colors your life decisions. It doesn't explain the hurt you feel. Our roots have a way of explaining a lot. I want to challenge you to look back on your upbringing like I did, but not with sad eyes, but with eyes that see good. We didn't have money growing up, but I didn't know it. We didn't live in the best neighborhoods or eat the right foods. We didn't even have a lot of friends outside of our our immediate family. My best friends were my two cousins, Sal and Joe, and we grew up in the same apartment complex where we played and often ate together. In fact, I remember being in kindergarten with my cousin Sal, and I was mad at him because he wanted to sit by some other girl at lunch. And, you know, as a close-knit family, that was just ingrained in us. Family is everything. And the fact that my mother was divorced, something that is forbidden in Italian Catholic families, was just a horrific piece of news that was swept under the carpet. It wasn't her choice. My biological father left, but it left a big hole in her life. And you can imagine it had a rippling effect, not only on me, but on our extended family. 
Do loving people who love the Lord get abandoned? Yes. And sometimes through no fault of their own, and that was my mom's case. These things remain a mystery in families, and especially families that won't talk about issues that bother them. But if you asked me to describe my family to you and my upbringing, I would say it was loving, loud, and after God, family was the most important thing, and it was very happy. Can you do that? Can you look up upon your past, your family, your history, and see good? It is so important for us as adults to continue with our lives without looking back and thinking all, only negatively. And I'm going to discuss you know, how to deal a little bit with um, the negative things that have happened in your life. Truthfully, it's a matter of survival to focus on the good, the happiness, the joy, even if it's a relative, a neighbor, a teacher who brought you that joy. In curriculum, um, I published along with a co-author, Jill, um, she was an example of godly love to me. I'm a Catholic, and she was an evangelical Christian, and she was boisterous, and we had to agree to disagree on certain things, but we had a an unwavering love of our Lord Jesus Christ as Savior. And that was the one thing we agreed on. And so we published uh, uh, four books together. Well, she had a horrible relationship with her father. And when she found God, she said she could not equate a loving God as father because her idea of the word father was skewed. And Jill was amazing. She was an intellect. She came from an atheistic background. And when she lost everything and lost any kind of financial security, that's when she found God. It was so funny. Her story was um, the only job she could find after being an oil and well geologist and telling um, oil companies where to dig for oil. She went from that kind of high-paying job to the only job she could find, and that was in a church as a secretary. And they asked her if she was saved, and she said no, so they handed her a Bible and she said she opened it up and it said, in the beginning, God created. And she goes, well, I have a problem with that because she also also had an evolutionary belief. But when I had met her, um, the Lord had really uh, changed her heart, changed everything about her. And she had to reconcile the difference between God as Father. So when she realized they were two separate entities and forgave her earthly father, she was able to move on and embrace the love and joy from her spiritual father. And she was one of those people that um, people would go up to and say, what is different about you? You know, she had the love of Jesus shining out of her. The Holy Spirit just anointed her. And, you know, she was joyous. This is true joy, friend, when we can leave those icky things in our past behind and move forward. Maybe you're not at a place where you can do this right now, but I believe you can. I have faith that you can. And it, again, if it's not this second, it will be soon. And here are some practical steps to get you started. Um, and you, again, you can find these on the show notes at onemorechildpodcast.com. So the first is look at your roots. What do you see? Number two, if you see hardships, acknowledge those, but look for the good. Number three, if you're stuck on the icky stuff, pray to God to forgive. Only through forgiveness can we move on. Number four, look at the future with hope. 
And number five, let go. Joy comes from releasing these things that are upsetting to God and letting go. I know this is a ton of work to get you started. We're only on episode one. And believe me, it doesn't happen overnight. It takes years sometimes. You know, it took me years to grow in my faith, and that was a process. And afterwards, it took me another five years to write my book, even though I felt like the Lord was directing it and I really should write it. Why do we delay in letting things go and allowing God to work in our lives? If you have the answer, please let me know. We all make mistakes, and in the next episode, we're going to discuss survival. I know it's going to be a, a fun topic to to discuss. Some of these are a little bit weighty, friends, but I want this podcast to really help you. So maybe if you you know can't just regroup, okay? We'll we'll go over some of these things. Shoot me an email, but maybe you can't do all five things. Fine, make up your own list. And if you're struggling and hurting, there's only one way out, and that is to look for the root cause and just pray. And if you have faith in God, He will help you. A quick side note here, taking responsibility is important. In my case, my distress was because of a decision I made, not lightly, but along with my husband. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, listen to the intro episode, um, the one before this one. But once I was able to take responsibility and own it, I was able to move on. And we all know that bad things happen to good people, and good people do not need to let those bad things define them. I'm going to say it again. Good people do not need to let those bad things define them. We are responsible for ourselves, for our decisions, and for our own feelings. If we allow ourselves to stay in a self-pity party for very long, it begins to define us. We look at other people and we see their lives are perfect and we begin to compare ourselves, right? And guess what? We think everybody else has the perfect life except for us. Well, there is no perfect life. Believe me, I know. And we just have to focus on ourselves. Can you do it? Can you look at your past, at your background, at your roots and not allow it to define who you are? Yes, I'm Italian. Yes, I grew up in a faith-filled Catholic family. But we were more cafeteria Catholic than true Catholic, selecting and choosing what we wanted to follow. Yes, I watched as my family practiced the fine art of guilt. If you're not, if you know, don't know what Italian guilt is, believe me. It's that guilty feeling when you don't want to go visit or you don't want to eat the food that's prepared. And it's a very subtle and maybe sometimes not so subtle, but effective technique and the drama. There was always drama. And I let those roots define me for way too long. Take the good, get rid of the bad. Learn from past mistakes. I'm not into guilt and not into drama, but it was a process. I mean, when my parents retired and they lived 30 minutes away, I'd feel guilty if we were somewhere within 10 minutes of their house and I was not calling them and stopping by. And even after my mother died, I was filled with guilt that I hadn't visited enough. And it took my husband reminding me of all those times that we visited, all the family celebrations, all the times my parents decided to make a homemade pizza for lunch and bring it over fresh and hot to my house for the kids. Retirement was an extension of the Italian restaurant they owned in Winter Haven, Florida, and they just changed the menu and fed the neighbors and family that lived nearby. 
when my cousins wanted to take, um, my one cousin wanted to take his wife on a getaway, the same cousin whose mother, my aunt, lived in their home and his wife made her feel so welcome. And he, she just made sure that all her needs were met. And he wanted to visit my area in Florida. I told him, well, I'd love to see him. He did not have to come see me because this was a surprise getaway for his wife. He couldn't believe it. He couldn't believe that I was not insisting that they come over for every meal while they were here. And I just told him, I said, you know, I have learned from my past mistakes and from, you know, guilt that family has put on us. And I hope I can continue to do that with my kids. Growing up, anyone who walked into our house was greeted with the same words. Hello, come on in. You look hungry. Truthfully, how do you look hungry? Friends, let it go. If you come to my house, I'll say, hey, welcome, come on in, and then proceed to forget to even offer you a glass of water. The glasses are in the drawer near the water cooler, so help yourself. Oh, gosh, please connect with me on social media. I want to meet you for us to get to know each other, and the information and details about how are on the One More Child podcast page. Or if you're not on social media, share your comments and questions with me at Felice at MediaAngels.com. Well, I pray God's blessing upon you and your family. Until next, we meet. You are on your way to a life that is focused on joy and hope. Thanks so much for stopping by. Connect with me on social media. Visit the website at OneMoreChild.com and visit the podcast page for your show notes at OneMoreChildPodcast.com. If you have any questions, be sure to write me at Felice at MediaAngels.com.